0: You're listening to Giraffe Kings Network.
1: Folks, Mother's Day is around the corner, and let me talk to you about 1-800-Flowers. I can't wait. Every year to tradition, I send stuff to my mother, my mother-in-law, and my wife because they are three amazing moms. They're better than all your moms out there. You think you have good moms? No, I have good moms in my life. I'm just kidding. This was a little harsh. I'm sure you guys all have good moms too. From your mom to the mother of your children and all the moms in between, this Mother's Day, give back to the ones that have given you everything. 1-800-Flowers helps you celebrate all amazing moms from homemade bouquets, sweet treats, gourmet food, and one-of-a-kind gifts, ordered easily and delivered fresh. For a limited time, you can save up to 40% off Mother's Day bestsellers at 1-800-Flowers.com slash Dan. Don't wait. Order today and save up to 40% at 1-800-Flowers.com slash Dan.
2: Trademarks owned by Beckley. SAB, the CV. Copyright 2024. Proximo. Jersey City, New Jersey. Please drink responsibly.
3: This is the Dan Levatore Show with the Stugats Podcast.
4: Mike Ryan has returned like adrenaline soaked from his workout, all shoulders, because he in, in protest, he sat out our general fraternizing with Paul Pierce. He sat out, he boy, I don't know how often, has Mike Ryan boycotted segments before? I, I stood here and talk to Michelle Tafoya.
5: But this is the first time I felt compelled to just <laughs> opt out.
4: Oh, man. Tell
5: me you guys spoke power to
4: truth. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we did. I think it was a little too chummy, probably. Oh, um, you guys
5: were goofing off with that journeyman? He's not oh, a, journeyman. a journeyman. Oh, he's, he's not? He's, come on. All Go to Basketball not. Reference. He's he's a Hall
4: of Who's Famer. Who's next, James Posey? He's a ho- Hall
5: I apologize to James Posey. He's actually a
4: multiple-time champion. Come on. He's a Hall of Famer, Mike. What are you talking about? Paul Pierce? Yes. yes. Hall, Hall of Fame, b- Wow. What? Yeah, I'm sorry, this is, this that's is not, too far. What are you doing?
5: Far. Hall of Fame, <laughs> We're in How the- do you do that? How do you do that? All the shit that he talks about Udonis Haslam and, and Dwayne Wade and this great city, how he just traffics on him and his legacy being completely overrated. You don't see Sean Marion making the media rounds. He's a one-time champion too. Uh, Paul Pierce's career was an utter disappointment. And the big three of Boston was a failure, and yet we give them this gravitas that I don't completely understand. They grift off the success of a much better franchise that perfected the model, and he just talks shit left and right for years and years and years, and we give him a platform? Ridiculous. A business
6: partnership is what we've given him. I'm glad he wasn't here for it. I'm glad. This I think it
4: would have sound ridiculous. I think it would have been, I it would have been better. I think it would have been no. better if Mike had been here because now it's going to seem like we weren't willing to speak uh, power to truth. That we waited until he was off and then all of a no. sudden Mike Ryan no, comes cowardly. on. No. And oh, is
5: it? Yeah. Is I'm cowardly. I'm cowardly. Yeah. C- why? Because I'm talking shit behind truth's back. Yeah. Hmm. Is that what he does all the time? He talks shit to people's faces. No, he doesn't. What are you talking about? He doesn't. I see these podcast clips. I see these vodcast. He's not talking to LeBron James. He's not talking to Dwayne Wade. He's not talking to Udonis Haslam. No, he's not. Stop right. giving him credit. He's yeah, not some man. tough guy.
4: Nah, All right. get out of here, man. But Hold on, on. he's
7: arguing with KG, and KG is giving back a, a very strong argument, and they're going back and forth. trick another overrated you know, player. Trading oh, my God. God. Man, get Mike. Out you know what? Come on, Mike, oh, no. a Mike. another a Subpar over... actor, too.
5: What? He was not good in
7: that Don't film. do that. He was not good in that Jobs?
4: We're starting a partnership, Mike. I love Matt Barnes. I love Steven Jackson. Yeah. If
6: If
5: Paul Pierce comes along with them fine but i have my nah, own personal objections nah, all those i love great. this city and i won't apologize for uh,
6: it no nah, i'm not i'm not going to stand for this dan these are my friends that he's talking oh, about
5: oh that was not evident the, during the interview
4: it but, was it was a little too chummy i think that that's fair
6: i think it was a little what's too chummy what's wrong
4: with chummy it, uh. it's well because i know people now all of a sudden it's a problem no you made it all about yourself no, and I and, and all of all about your ninja warrior you know when the
5: next spin off is goofing off with chris gatling
4: <laughs> First of all, Chris Gatlin. <laughs> that's not that's that's a stray. Why all is he star? catching? That's Why is an he catching a stray? He's, that's he's an an all-star. A, yeah,
5: he's an all star and he's a great journeyman, not unlike Paul Pierce. Nah, man, come on, come man. on. Paul Pierce was a great on, journeyman. Mike. I'd argue Paul Pierce was one of the best journeymen ever. Mike. There's a, he's,
4: Mike, that's disrespectful. That's a ten-time All Star. And he was a journeyman.
6: They're yeah.
5: both like they can. Moses Malone was a journeyman too. He's like the greatest journeyman. Chris Gatling
4: played for nineteen teams. Look at Paul Pierce.
6: Paul Pierce is one of the greatest Celtics of all time, man. Of All time. <laughs> okay. All right. Like and it wasn't okay. like for five minutes. What since is is that that there for? A while. That
5: franchise has won two titles in my lifetime. Maybe one. Let me go back. I think it's one. <laughs> what does that mean? What is a Celtic? You might as well say, "Yo, oh, he's one of the greatest Memphis Grizzlies of all time." Can I- th- that that franchise has no history.
2: What? That whole segment, though, did make me realize something that I was trying to remember that happened yesterday. I mean, you were saying we were talking about is pizza the greatest thing? And then Dan said sex. And mm-hmm. then he said, oh, or,
4: I didn't say Chris sex. said sex. And then Dan yes, said, oh, I, I and
2: then Amin said also people falling down. And then I realized that there is a fourth thing that we didn't talk about. That is one of the greatest things, which is watching people get hit in the nuts. Yeah, because after we watched Amin on American Ninja Warrior, we watched this video during the break.
4: Oh, Oh. old money, Charlie, old money, Charlie. This is comedically perfect. That sound, (laughs) that that, that was Roy's voice, I think. I mean, it's just (laughs) that sound. Is somebody running across full things speed. that are full speed and landing on his yeah on his package? Very narrow thing that he's he oh. running oh. across. By yes, legs. Dick. Thank you, Jessica. What I better said? Dick first. The sound you hear is Dick first. Oh.
6: So why is he saying? Why is the crowd chanting? Oi, oi, oi. <laughs> I don't remember that.
4: Okay, but you made the interview all about you, and Mike Ryan's not wrong when he says it was or the whole thing was
6: overly charming. That is Chris Catling? Hold on, Gatling. Hold on. Hold on. Look, look, I want to run the eighteen from one way. more time, one more time, because I want you guys to notice something. Like the way he falls. Yes, <laughs> he falls like a cartoon <laughs> character. Yeah, a yeah. I mean, cartoon it is. hit, all and right. you know it what? Pauses. Thank you.
4: Yes, you're right. Pause right after the sound yeah. on on how he just slides, slithers down the wet wall, defeated and broken. <laughs> It's <laughs> right there. Keep it going. And then Run he it. slides. Slide. No. <laughs> Is he, was he okay
6: after that? I've never seen old Money Charlie again.
4: None of us that was did. That the last time none, I saw him. No. None, none of us ever did. Uh, you know what's the best part, Mike? And it's the only part that will make you feel better, better about how I embarrassed us as a company there by partnering with Paul Pierce and betraying Whoa. everything you care about. You embarrass who? Uh, I'll tell you how because we were so chummy here with Paul Pierce when Mike Ryan is is saying career is a failure that they underachieved with one championship that they, and that can be argued truth like that can be argued they went to the th- finals twice yeah, they, they, they <laughs> played a game 7 they, they could have won another one they went to the one. conference <laughs> finals a bunch of
5: times <laughs> you call a drees out uh, of body out of bio a drees and
6: he's gone to two finals Yeah, but he disappeared in two finals. Paul Pierce... Played his ass off in two finals. Won a Finals MVP, if not, I'm not mistaken. A Finals MVP, he famously did, faked an injury that he took cowardice. That he took back to his hometown of LA, and where had, he gets booed. By had, the way, had
5: a game-winning playoff basket for the Wizards, where he missed so badly it actually went in, and said he called the game, not bank.
4: bank. That's, oh, you game. That's a legendary. <laughs> That's a, that a great I one. You call You can't game. use that one against him. That one's in his feet He was actually pretty
6: quick on his feet there. He had a game winner. In in uh in Toronto as a net where he was after the game, he says, That's why they brought me here. That's why I'm here. <laughs> that dude is cold, man. I know like I'm not gonna take no Paul Pierce. I, th- like I
5: think there's a part of Paul yeah, I called
6: uh, <laughs> game. And the port of
5: Paul is all of Paul. That actually likes that I don't like him this much. That revels oh, yeah. in the fact that the Heat Arena will occasionally still chant Paul Pierce sucks and F Paul Pierce. He leans into it with his asinine comments about that franchise.
6: No, you're right in that he leans into it. Dan, like I said, when he won the finals MVP, he took the finals MVP trophy, the Bill Russell trophy, to L.A. and would go out for a week to different restaurants Call for a reservation for two and then put the finals MVP trophy on the table. That's the second one. Jessica doesn't love that one. (laughs) What? He
2: was. He by himself? Yes. Yes, he was.
6: Imagine Brian Cardinal doing this.
2: At least make it's a reservation for three
6: and bring someone. No, 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 no. The whole idea is like, two, where's your second? Is, is your whole party here? And he says, yes. And he holds up the So trophy. the bit's
2: for like the host?
6: It's for everyone. It's the, everyone in the restaurant. Because then you, and they're
2: like, ah. Give a little oh. napkin,
6: a little napkin. No one at the, the restaurant knows the reservation was for two. Well, they see a table for two. Yeah, maybe
2: and there's just an extra chair. It was a reservation for one. No, the, the bit th- only works for the person seating them who's <laughs> looking at their little computer and sees, oh, Paul Pierce, Resi, two. It's a a, a bad bit.
4: No, But it's a great picture to have on your social media if Paul Pierce is just having dinner alone with the trophy. He's he's not alone.
6: He's with the trophy. The trophy has a little bib on it, you know? If the The, trophy's
2: wearing, like, a little bib or, like, a little, like, tie, that's cute. I'm back (laughs) in. You're back in? A little hat on it? That's
4: cute. I don't want to do a reappraisal of Paul Pierce's (laughs) career.
2: The glasses (laughs) with the mustache? (laughs) That's a good bit.
4: (laughs) Paul Pierce, uh, Mike Ryan is rabid. He's like dangerous Mario Ellie. Come on, you Mike! Know, Mike, what? these things are disrespectful. Mike, I think you should go on the truth line. This Lounge is this is disrespectful. And say these things to his face. You would we can, never we can call it
5: uncomfortable. You You're overrated. No,
4: you would. You're never.
5: overrated. Your franchise has built its uh, entire prestige based off an era where players had socks with belts on them. <laughs> I'm not going to do that bit again. It's a tired bit, Paul, to say something repeatedly. And maybe you don't find the truth in it.
2: Larry O'Brien trophy with socks with belts on it.
7: Yeah. At the table. Just one sock, though, because he can only wear one.
5: Yeah. And,
2: and a little hat. And a little hat on the head, the ball.
7: <laughs> the part
4: of this that is funniest to me is that uh, Mike Ryan's boyhood rage. These look, these fires. No,
5: don't tell me short. I was a grown ass man when I hated him. I have a child now. I'm almost 40.
6: I hate that guy. He sucks. This absolute what do they they call it? Malfeasance? You embarrassed me. You embarrassed me right now. What? I'm gonna go see this guy. He's gonna say, hey, man, after I got out there, We're going into business. He's He's got
5: enough people blowing smoke. Maybe that's the name of his next podcast. There's all the smoke and then just blowing
4: smoke. Here is the best part of all that. I cannot wait until that <laughs> that Ray Allen stuff ends up cooking and Amin's wearing that wrinkled shirt. Oh, come on, it.
6: <laughs> come on, Dan! The show's over. It's Why are you bringing up old shit? It's gonna. It you are gonna. <laughs> they're gonna be
4: like, "There's hard times." I Amin, mean, he's wearing something from he the. He's so fresh. What
6: happened to him? <laughs> The best part about this is I'm, not, e- I'm not even wearing shoes. I wore, I wore slides today. It's true.
4: David Samson.
2: I
6: mailed it in today. What's wrong with it's, you? He's
4: wearing like chanclones. He's wearing like some sort. Look, he's like Canadian. He's got socks and flip-flops. Holy shit, that's a lazy outfit. I mean, that's it's, on. it's
2: unbelievable. <laughs>
4: You
6: Got a little gut.
2: iron the shirt, put on sandals <laughs> with socks.
6: I just didn't feel necessary to have hard-bottom shoes today. My hard-bottom, <laughs> I, mean? I mean like... I,
5: I'm just, I've been unfair because I, I didn't listen to the interview, <laughs> but I doubt you guys talked about how Whitey Scoog has three more <laughs> championships.
3: Stu out here for my friends over at Simply Safe. When you travel, do concerns back home nag you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? That's why I recommend investing in Simply Safe Home Security today for award-winning security and peace of mind wherever your summer plans take you. I've had Simply Safe in my home for many years now. The peace of mind it gives me, especially during the summertime, when I'm all over the place, is incredible. Because I know the things I care about, the things I value back home. I can always keep an eye on it using SimpliSafe's indoor and outdoor cameras. So do me a favor. Before you head out on your next vacation, make sure to protect your whole home with SimpliSafe variety of indoor and outdoor cameras plus add sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, no contracts to worry about, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. SimpliSafe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. So right now, get 20% off any new SimpliSafe system with fast protect. Monitoring at simplysafe.com/dlb. There's no safe like Simply Safe.
7: Don Lebatard Well,
1: Charlie sent. uh, Charlie had this. Charlie, as far as I know, so just Charlie's f- title in my. Are you phone. gonna say anything, <laughs> Stugats? Uh,
4: how how familiar were you at the time with Chewbacca? Like how your upbringing, how how had how much Chewbacca in it?
3: This is the Don Levatard show with the Stugats. I want to get to
4: the NIL news, but before I do so, I want to get to Lucy's genuine enthusiasm for what Nick Saban is doing with the rest of his career. Nick Saban said he was too old for Alabama football, too old for the rigors of that job. Uh, Both presidential candidates are older than Nick Saban. Lucy's very excited about Nick Saban on game day. Nick Saban is appointing himself commissioner of all rules. He's saying, I know what's best for college football. He's really going into a position at ESPN, a signature position, where he's going to be Bear Bryant Emeritus as I am the face and voice of college football still, even though I'm no longer coaching college football.
0: I mean, he knows college football better than anyone. He's pretty much beat and perfected the system. Like, it's... I'm very excited for what Nick Saban is going to do on game day. I know he came out a little earlier, I believe this week or last, and was like, I'm never going to pick against Alabama. Like, that's just not going to happen. And I really respect the honesty of that. Um, I'm so excited for Nick Saban on game day because I do share a lot of, like, the same, like, views as him when it comes to what the landscape of college football is. Like, what came out today was that he wants to regulate an IL and be the voice of reason and all that stuff. I'm just genuinely excited to learn again. College football has missed the, like, moments of, like, Wow, this is what's going on here. This is what makes this team really good. This team really good. Like, I'm very excited to have game day be a little more educational.
6: Let me ask you a question, Lucy. I asked this of Dan. The problem, quote-unquote, with college football that these old fogies have, they keep going to NIL, but isn't it true that the bigger issue is the freedom of movement? Like, them getting paid is less of an issue than the idea of, like, I don't like it here, I'm moving.
0: Um, I would say yes and no like when it comes to NIL I agree with you I don't think that's the big issue and also the thing with NIL Bessie is if you think it wasn't happening before you are yeah. out of your freaking mind it has absolutely been happening for the longest time and we can just see it now like in front of our eyes I do think that the transfer portal is like wildly unregulated like they've done a better job of like here are transfer windows and stuff like this where NIL is contributing to that but as long as coaches can leave freely players should probably be allowed to leave freely It adds this like crazy sort of like aspect to it. But I think you see like with Michigan winning the national championship last year, a lot of those guys on the team had been at Michigan their entire career. And you see that having that sort of like standard and you you grow and develop through a Mm -hmm. program actually helps you out. So I think it will balance itself in some way, shape or form. I really think it's because it happened at the same time, too, that the last few seasons have felt a
2: little crazy if you're just a casual fan watching the sport.
4: Nick Saban's still going to dominate it by being – he'll never lose. He lost his last game and Harbaugh ran to the pros. Like thats a, It feels sort of seminal what happened there in terms of Belichick and Harbaugh and all of those guys getting out and changing at different times. College uh, football – is crazy it's it's really crazy to watch all of the rules change on what you knew uh and you're seeing it the the business play out in front of you in a way i do think people are a bit startled at everything that's happening and how little governments and regulation can keep up with how you actually police any of this stuff do
5: you, do you guys think that nick saban would still be coaching if name image and likeness wasn't around
2: he kind of said, like when he retired, that it was more so his age and just yeah. how how much more taxing it was to coach, like fourteen hour days, work like 14, 16 hour days during the season. Yeah. I'm familiar
5: with understand- what I'm, I'm familiar with what he said. Do you believe him?
2: Yeah, I mean he's pretty old. <laughs> yeah. He is old. He I, is old. I, I'm sure there's an aspect to it because yeah, like everyone's jobs got harder if you're a college football coach over the last few years because you're constantly re-recruiting players that now can leave without a penalty if they try to transfer somewhere else. Like that of course, I think there's definitely a lot to be said for how much more difficult the job has gotten, but I do think a lot of people are using it as an excuse to shit on the current system in pretty disingenuous ways.
6: But just that that's my point. It's like it's not the fact that they're getting paid that's made it more hard. It's the fact that like if they don't like something about you, they can leave without any repercussion. That's the part that's made the job harder because as we've said, the, the top stars were always getting paid. Right? Yeah, the
2: coaches have lost that element of control that they've always had.
5: It's, it's gonna take a different approach. and coaches have, have mainly been unified in that uh, the game has changed and, and this is not good and there needs to be some control over it and we didn't really have a dissenting voice within the ranks and then came Kenny Dillingham over at Arizona State yeah. who has a tumultuous uh, situation over at Arizona State it's a good job to have in that there aren't many of these jobs but you know it's a tough road to hoe but I loved his quotes and it kind of was illuminating in, in some degree because he says You're blessed. There's a lot of negativity about it, yes, but you know how many people want to be a college football head coach? I literally spent nine years of my life doing anything to become a coffee boy, so don't give me the, oh, it's hard to be a coach right now. Yeah, it's hard. If you don't like it, then quit. I think we need more of that attitude a little bit because I think, certainly, Nick Saban has nothing to prove in the game, and it would be disingenuous for me to say, yet you, you turn around and ran away from the sport once the the talent pool started getting you know spread out a little bit more but i do think that there is some validity in that it is suspicious timing and it maybe made your decision a little bit easier Because you had a different arrangement.
4: But why can't it be that both things are true? He's old and the job has gotten a lot more tiring because I can't imagine what it is for grandpa to be trying to connect with a 17 year old who now has the power because you're changing.
5: Understood. But grandpa had all the power and now the power has been dispersed and it's, it's that much more challenging.
4: And I think whether he knows it or not,
5: those are the challenges he's speaking to.
4: But it's the perfect time to get out in that in that regard. He gets out unblemished
5: with arguably his best coaching job at Alabama oh. because we've seen Alabama teams of yesteryear that that team had no business making the college football playoff, none.
2: But it was full of highly recruited players that you know like it wasn't like they were a bunch of scrubs that he coached really well like these were like a lot of five-star guys that in certain position groups like they were just not what you expect from an Alabama team that has been recruiting really well and like you said there's obviously a handful of reasons why that could be the case and maybe one of the reasons is like it took them a while to figure out their quarterback at the beginning of the season but I tend to believe him when he says that it's just like yeah the doing this job for as long as I've done it is really really hard and he didn't retire like right after NIL like it's been a couple years after of the portal and NIL so I mean I and
5: I don't He even rode know the way for or, a couple of years. B&B. I don't even
2: know if it matters. Who cares? Like, he, he, like you said, like unimpeachable record. Well, but it, yeah, no, it,
5: and he still did it. The he greatest he of all time. No, yeah, he, he gave the national champion everything that they had. I just don't think that the uh, the free reign that he had over the sport was going to continue. And I thought I thought that was pretty self evident.
4: Okay, but beyond that, what I would say to you is how rare these exits, these gracefully, are. Belichick just got run out of New England. The idea that Nick Saban best ever can retire with this timing to a post-career that allows him to still be all around it and in it with one of the prime jobs in retirement. Bobby Bowden didn't get to finish like this. Bobby Bowden used to say this, I'm not going to retire. I'll never retire. Why? Because there's only one major event where everyone gathers after you retire and it's the funeral. And Nick (laughs) Saban's going to go into another career where he still gets to lord over the sport as the best ever nobody gets that ending yeah Belichick can't even get that broadcasting job now nobody gets post-retirement and I still lord over the sport forever even though I'm getting out at the perfect
5: time I am very much looking forward to his analysis and that making a return to college game day I do think that they leaned a little bit more to the entertainment aspects I also think part of the problem is no one else really up on there can speak to the ins and outs of the game du jour because Kirk Herbstreet has to kind of, essentially recuse himself of going all in because he has to be unbiased. So I love that you have a coach's view up there, especially with how Lee Corso has has aged over the years. But what I'm not looking forward to is him making every excuse in the book for all of these head coaches, because you know that's coming.
6: Wait, Mike, I'm dumb. Why is Kirk Herbstreet recused from doing He can't make
5: predictions on the game, so he stops short because he has to appear unbiased.
2: But he does give his opinion on pretty much everything.
6: Wait, how's that different from any other analyst on the show? Well, they're not calling the game. He's, still, oh, he's yeah. the lead voice as color, color commentary boxers. on the on the broadcast.
4: Uh, he
5: does he does plenty, but I think he's he's the only one that does it, and the rest of the. Uh, the crew and he's kind of fallen into leaning into more of the entertainment aspects. It's, it's fun to watch. It's light, but I do miss the the nutritional aspects of it.
0: Yeah. Bringing McAfee in is like, really just like, Oh, this is a party. This is a fun. We're just going to, you know, yell, play to the crowd, all that stuff. And we've really lost that aspect of college game day where you're breaking down film. You're learning about these matchups, like in a more in depth way, Nick Saban is the perfect guy to bring that in. And he's also funny and interesting. And it has like, he's been great every time he's on TV.
6: Who used to provide that?
0: Lee Corso in a sense. Herb Street did it but yeah. like yeah. you know, but he also has those limitations. Yeah. But yeah, it's the college game day has turned into like more of a spectacle and I, I don't want it to be entirely factual and learning and all this stuff, but I really miss that. So I'm excited to have it back.
7: So the argument that we were making about J.J., it's like, you want to do higher, you want to do low. And what's college game day gone for? It's like, oh, we're breaking down X's and O's. We're going to see what the pulling guard's doing here. Like, nobody really wants to talk about Do
4: you want to be that. educated? Do Because Lucy's articulating the opposite of what J.J. Reddick is arguing. Some,
5: something needs to be done, I think, to college game day a little bit because, look, the proof is in the pudding. They've lost— We. I was championing the the idea that you can't just remove producers and expect the same show. A lot of the producers that made that the sure? giant that it was... You sure about that? I'm, 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 I'm telling you, a lot of the people that helped behind the scenes make that what it was are no longer there, and it, it's not just the analysis, it's also you lose Tom Rinaldi, you lose Wojo, and you lose some of those heartwarming aspects, those, those profiles that were a staple of college game day, and you, you've put more fluff around it, and the fluff is fun. The fluff is... But, make it a party it is the the tailgate aspects of college football is a a huge slice of americana but when you lean too much into that you do start losing ground to your competitors
2: i'm with lucy though it's a three-hour show i think like you find the balance between like the smart and the funny and nick saban is gonna just make a lot of Ds nuts jokes and
4: he'll
0: provide the funny (laughs) he's the rat poison now yeah
4: uh, I can't believe that he's going to get this ending. Uh, that he's going to get also be able to save college game day because Fox they got Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer's the cheap and dirty Sabin. Like it, there's there's a quality <laughs> difference there in what you're talking about on exits and ego. Uh, one of the broadcasts is going to have the most credible guy in the world at the center of everything, teaching everybody. Uh, teacher enjoy maybe Mac will bring something out of him.
2: And the other guy has a book about character. <laughs>
6: (laughs) Hey, Dan, you think Saban's going to make more money in his new career than he did in his old career? You guys are underestimating.
5: He has it written in his deal that as an analyst, he gets $1 more, the the richest coach.
7: (laughs) Hey, guys, it's Tony. I am very, very, very excited about the NBA playoffs. They have been incredible so far. Taylor, producer on the show, thanks to Game Time, took a 28 hour train ride to a Knicks game. Talking to Taylor, it was an awesome time going to the game, feeling the energy of the garden. And I really want to get out there to watch a game in the garden. And you know how I do it? Of course, the best ticket app on the planet, Game Time. Game Time is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which makes getting playoff tickets even faster and easier. Prices on the Game Time app actually go down the closer it gets to tip off, with killer last minute deals all in prices, views from your seat, which is a technology I love, by the way. Game Time has tons of last-minute deals. You can save up to 60% off buying last-minute for sports, concerts, comedy, theater. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app today. Create an account. Use code DAN D A N for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code DAN D A N for 20 bucks off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed.
4: Don the alley has a bad reputation in general, right? It does. Throughout American does. history.
5: Yeah. But
1: on South Beach, someone's always th- just sitting somewhere smoking a cigarette. You can't go down an alley around here and not see someone sitting there smoking a cigarette. Still,
5: it retains a pulsating heat from the night before.
1: You walk by some liquid that you're like, is that water? It yeah. didn't rain last night. That's oh. definitely not water. Avoid the liquid. Always avoid the liquids in an alley. Stugats. I
5: venture a guess that if you were to rake your tongue on the asphalt of an alley
4: you would die immediately wow. i don't think it would be immediately though first you'd contract very quickly right before death several sexual diseases and then you would die
3: this is the dan Levatar show with the stugats
7: it can only mean one thing dano it's thursday It seems like it's raining. It also means that it's
4: raining. That's right,
5: Tony. It is Thursday. And when Thursday rolls around, so does the thunder. Yeah. Thursday Thunder is sponsored by DraftKings. Stay tuned because you'll hear more about DraftKings and all it has to offer throughout the show. DraftKings, the crown
7: is yours. Tony, what do we got? The association is back tonight, Mike, and we are going with three picks in the association. We're going with a couple of things. One. Josh Green over on points, eight do Don't know who that is. I mean, please fill in. We are going Cam Yeah, Cam Whitmore over 11 and a half points. That one's a made-up name. <laughs> You're not tricking
5: me. That's, a, that's one of those times where, like, and you didn't even notice that I made two of those names up. And I'm calling la- it right now. You've made both of those and names up. And the last up. leg, Trey Man over 12 and a half
6: points. These are not real people. I love that Mike thought that Alfred Shingun was a made-up person.
4: Who's picking these for us? Like, I don't know why it is that we would not... These uh, are the
7: expert picks of Juju Gotti. Okay.
4: Oh, uh, He has been doing well. He started well, and then he was lamenting at the Super Bowl. Uh, he was lamenting that it was not going well, uh, that he had made some
7: bad picks here. So is I mean, he he's p- an excellent gambler, but, you know, even excellent gamblers have a bit well, of a... Well, someone should alert him that he just a tr-
5: picked a three-leg parlay with totally made-up players. <laughs> bit of a dry spell. <laughs> not but, you know, real.
7: We're back on it.
4: Uh, Amin, I'm worried about some things that are happening with Amin when it comes to aging. He's been doing yoga in the studio, taking care of himself. He's flying a lot, and it's cross country, and he is a heroic employee, but his body has taken a beating, and so has his clothing. Oh, and, and you have you have aged in a way that uh, sometimes you're talking to Lucy and Jessica and you're startled that they don't know that the 30-year anniversary of Blue Chips is supposed to mean something to them because your movie taste now runs so old from childhood that a classic basketball movie that you think is great that probably wasn't great, they have no care in the world about what an old
6: movie this is. Well, I, I, the reason why is because it's a movie about college athletics it's about how dirty college athletics is so i felt like this is a common ground
2: wait hold on a second you didn't i this you said the anniversary of blue chips i thought of juju's video from all-star of the doritos i thought of blue chip
0: recruits in college football it was completely out of context i am familiar with the movie I've seen the movie. I had to watch it in, in college once, and it was one of those classes you took that you were like, really, a college class? Why were we watching this? And we had to write a paper on, like, responsibility. It was a really weird class. Can't believe I paid out-of-state tuition for that. <laughs>
4: Tony, Blue Chips, you familiar with this? Of course, Anna. Okay, so you're are you doing something
6: on it, uh, yeah. on Cinephobe? So we reviewed Blue Chips. That's our latest episode that dropped today, but the big reveal is our guest was Anthony... Chicago Hall, who played Tony from Blue Chips, Tony that failed TV, and so uh, I don't actually
0: know that is. Lucy, Um, you
6: you gave such a good teammate
4: of support. You you uh, you really exhibited shock while not having one single care or understanding of anything Amin was saying.
6: You are welcome. You guys are all letting me down in an incredible way. Mike with his Paul Pierce, just assassination of character. Now Lucy telling me she doesn't know who Tony from Blue Chips is. I didn't assassinate his character. The man has none. Quiet. Come on. Lucy, you remember he was failing TV, and they're like, how does anyone fail TV? uh, It's harder than just watching the tube, coach. And Uh, it turns out he was the one that was on the take that was point shaving, spoiler alert.
0: That was my pandemic semester, so I don't really remember. You were her. in college during the pandemic. Yeah. Holy
6: shit, man, I'm old. She Mike. was
0: learning at home. Didn't retain any of it. Is that right, Lucy? Yep. Didn't really retain much in person either. <laughs> Mike. And now I work here.
4: You can't say the man has no character, Mike. You have to scale back the insults. Like, honestly, you can't. The, that. When do you ever say that? I Someone think has I think no that's character.
5: That's subjective. This is my truth.
6: I okay. I don't I'm want. I don't it. want to listen to. Mike just do fiction from his mind. Oh, no, let's just do what you did. Glad hand for two segments. It's not glad handing. Yes, it was. It's not glad handing. Disgusting. I'm sorry if I have a prior relationship with the person. We're going, going into yeah, business Do together. you consider him a friend?
5: Yes, I did do. Did he say anything about your shirt? <laughs>
6: <laughs> he couldn't see it because the cameras didn't pick up yeah. on it. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, we interviewed Tony. Who has this very seminal scene where Nick Nolte confronts him about, hey, is it true that you point shaved? And he breaks down in tears and he said it was just one game and all that. It's a very, very serious, poignant moment in the movie, Don't do that, Lucy. I don't trust you anymore. She's like, she's like, oh yeah, yeah. She's nodding her head and (laughs) like she is, she is I I have zero trust (laughs) in you. She is
4: faking it. Lucy is faking any interest in her. Interest in this movie is so wildly insincere that I can see that through Lucy's face, she's lying
0: to you. Oh. I do semi-remember <laughs> the point shaving. Like, I remember Shaq's in the movie. Yes, Shaq in the movie. I remember that.
6: Anfernee? Or... Anfernee. Oh, Afernee. No. Afernee. Uh, Afernee. Hardaway. Uh,
0: but no, this is a seminal...
4: Uh, mo- this is a it, movie that, that Amin is watching as a young... As a teenager
6: uh, yeah. trying to love basketball. And, and it's not just that, Dan. It, it's a movie that when the, the stuff that they're talking about is about... People getting paid in college right the the dirty underside of recruiting and at the time the movie was very poorly received because people thought they were sensationalizing it when in reality it's actually quite muted to what was actually happened in real life collegiate sports and so it, it's a funny thing to watch because happy who's the booster in the movie was paying all these guys under the table we we talked about it on the podcast it's like He's kind of the hero of the movie. He wants to pay Shaq and, and Penny and all these guys to play. And Nick Nolte's here he's like, no, they just got to go and get a free education and that's enough.
2: But you're watching it for Cinefo because it has terrible critical reviews,
6: yeah, correct? Yeah, because... But they, you
2: think that's completely just... it was The, the times weren't ready for yeah. it. It's Blue
6: exactly Sims. what it is. I'm telling like you, because we go through the reviews and the reviews are all people like... This is so sensational and bullshit, whatever. They refuse to believe that this was a movie rooted in truth.
4: I, I'm honestly stunned that uh, I have lived long enough for some of the movies. I think one of the 30 for 30s was about the recruitment of Eric Dickerson. But how, just in general, how how corrupt and overt SMU was about this. Mm-hmm. Because they were trying to get Eric Dickerson with like an oil well. Yes. like with, with I mean, That
6: penalty they I, gave that school I, 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 but help. I'm
4: saying like the stuff that was going off at the start of, how dare they exist in a major <laughs> metropolitan city it's so great no it's but I'm just saying that we've lived long enough now for blue chips for blue chips to be a
6: movie that was ahead of its time way ahead of its time way ahead of its time to a point where some of the recent reviews we read were like by people saying, what's the big deal? Guys are getting paid. I'm like, yeah, th- in 1993, that was, or 94, excuse me, that was a mind-blowing concept. Also, I want to say this really quick, because Tony in that scene is in tears, and he tells us the story of how he got to that emotional level, and that was William Freakin, who was one of the most famous directors, has a lot of great movies under his belt, actually came in and slapped him. And afterwards, like the studio was like, please don't sue us. And so if you want to hear the full story, Tony tells that story on Cinephobe wherever you get podcasts.
2: I wow. feel like even now people still don't really wanna talk about the illegal underbelly of paying athletes. Like this was still a conversation, even though now it's happening above board, mm-hmm. it's still happening.
4: Like below, below board, board too,
2: yeah. and no one's still I we're know. like well, we'll just, we'll just <laughs> blue
4: chips was that. too radical because someone got a tractor right someone's <laughs> dad got a tractor Ricky Rowe <laughs> I believe that that was one of the wow. shocking enticements and Shaq a whole
6: tractor? a <laughs> whole tractor what did Shaq get? Shaq got a uh, Lexus and a bunch of money and then Penny's mom got a new house played by Alfrey Woodard banging house too Bangin house, 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 with a lawn and a view and everything Tony you is a watch
4: it. Tony is a bit of a talent scout. He is watching everyone in the media. He says, like Nick Wright, he wants to vanquish everyone. He has got a top five list for us of, if you miss football, as I know Lucy and Jessica already do, even though I feel disgusting on Sunday nights, it doesn't make me love football less than you. Tom's 30,
5: 35 days till UFL.
4: Tony's got a top five list of content creators to watch.
7: It's rising star content creators for the twenty three twenty four season. So the season that just passed. Mm-hmm. Uh,
4: so people, so you're giving some awards and telling you to watch them this off season because they're about to blow up into NFL star media people. That's right. Uh, Lucy, are you excited about this list? Are you going to be on this list?
0: No, I'm not going to be on this list, but I'm quite excited. Like content, do you mean like TikTok, like everything across Twitter. the board? Yep, across the Ooh, board. Okay. Social
6: media, what they do on podcasts, on video stuff. Are you Are you quite excited, Lucy, or are you lying again?
4: No, I think this one she's excited
0: I'm gonna about. I'm going to find that paper and I'm going to send it to you. And you can see how excited I Lucy was. Lucy
6: would politics. be on my list for college
7: football. Thank
0: I don't, you. don't have that list yet. Okay.
4: Any OLIs? Or are we no going OLIs, starting number, right off. All right, number five. five. Me. Oh, okay. Very good. Modest. <laughs> modest. modest. I
2: mean, Only is, five. Wow. It is, it is exactly. Commendable. You know, you know what? I mean,
7: the top five has taken <laughs> off. We're doing things that nobody's doing in the <laughs> space. It Mixing is. up my culture with the NFL. Like, nobody's doing it like me, except for four other people. You know what? <laughs>
4: Break start. Is, I feel like it is modest to go. You, put your, you didn't put yourself in number one. Nope. No. Just five. Just five.
7: <laughs> <laughs> number four. Number four. This man who we work with is working harder than anybody else if it was a hard working list he would be number one ross tucker
2: But not you. You're not working that
7: hard. Not as no, hard well. As Ross he works Tucker. a lot. He has more opportunities. If
2: mean, it was a hardworking list, yeah. he's number one. You're not on it. Is that I'd be a probably.
4: <laughs> and, no, but it is crazy. Ross Tucker is like Buffalo. Like
7: 18 podcasts.
4: He's Buffalo yeah. Sunday morning, he's there. Sunday night, he's doing a radio game. It's crazy. <laughs> you, it's, you know what I found out about Ross Tucker city.
5: is Ross Tucker was in a studio on standby during the Super Bowl. In the event a cataclysmic event happened, they had to kick it over to somebody else that had power. He and Tiki Barber were standing by no, to resume what? the broadcast.
4: Designated broadcast. Correct. DraftKings, I'm telling you, Ross Tucker is the hardest working man in the history of keeping entertainment up on his back. He's
7: incredible. And he's just getting started. Again, rising stars. Number three. Cam Newton. When you bring something to the fold like game changer or game manager, Uh I mean, you're doing (laughs) big things. Up and coming. Number two. I mean, the media game. Remember, this is rising stars of content creation in the NFL. Number two. Cam and Mace. It it is what it is. Oh, Uh, yeah.
6: I missed them this weekend.
7: I mean, when you've got OJ, yeah. and you're and you're doing things that are number one. Hello to the world. Thank you. Will Compton, Taylor Lautner, busting with the boys. <laughs> teeth. Hmm. Great teeth.
4: <laughs> that list was male, male and meaty. Oh, I thought
6: he's a male as and he mailed it in.
3: No, Thick. I worked hard on that one. Stu out here for my friends over at Simply Safe. When you travel, do concerns back home nag you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? That's why I recommend investing in Simply Safe Home Security today for award winning security and peace of mind wherever your summer plans take you. I've had Simply Safe in my home for many years now. The peace of mind it gives me, especially during the summertime when I'm all over the place, is incredible because I know the things I care about, the things I value back home. I can always keep an eye on it using Simply Safe's indoor and outdoor cameras. So do me a favor before you head out on your next vacation. Make sure to protect your whole home with Simply Safe variety of indoor and outdoor cameras. Plus, add sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24/7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. No contracts to worry about, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. So right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with Fast Protect. Monitoring at simplysafe.com slash DLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe.